So what's something that you would want to tell a freshman or somebody coming into high school? Uh, probably just stay on top of your team's assignments. Don't let things go. Um, you know, I try to take deep breaths. I sometimes meditate. <laughs> and also, like, you just, like, have to be patient with yourself and give yourself um, grace and just, like, believe in yourself. Meet with your teachers. They appreciate it a lot. It goes a long way with them. Um, get good grades because your parents are nicer to you when you get good grades and life is just easier. I probably wouldn't overload my classes as much and just kind of go and do it smoothly and not try and challenge myself as much. I would say the best thing to do is just manage your time well and try to plan um, your schoolwork. And you know, if, if you know you have a game or some, some big event coming up during the week, you want to try to get your work done ahead of time and um, make sure you're not procrastinating and saving it all to the day before. Um, I think some of the best ways to like get involved in the school is through clubs and organizations as well as sports and um, going to a lot of the sports games and showing school spirit. What's up and welcome to How to Survive High School. We're the show that tells you what you really need to know about how to survive high school. We're your hosts, Maggie Brennan and Carter Gallup. We are both seniors looking to share what we and other seniors and alumni have learned throughout our Charlotte Country Day experience. Maggie came to Country Day in fifth grade, and I'm a Country Day lifer. Being a Country Day lifer, Alex works hard in every task, whether it is his daily run through Eastover, an AP government assignment, or commentating senatorial games. Alex is a very strong student, and he is here to talk with us on our segment about academics at Country Day. Okay, Alex, so starting off with a pretty broad question, do you have any initial words or advice about academics here at Country Day? Um, yeah, 100% I do. I think one of the things I do a lot is I try to balance my school life with my social life. And one of the quotes I really go by is you're only a success at the moment you perform a successful action. And I think that's something that like really hits hard with me. So let's just take, for example, like me winning the presidency. I think that's one of those things where I'm hype. Like everyone's like talking about it. You know, people can gas you up, but I still have more to be done. You know what I mean? I still have more to prove. Like once I win that, like at that moment when they announce that like you do something successful, whether you're like a state champion, you get an A plus on your test. Like when stuff like that happens, people can like really gas you up and be like, oh my God, you're so good. But you can like take those compliments, but you can't like live by those compliments because there will be times where like life will kind of hit you hard and you got to bounce back. So that's kind of how I've realized it. You're back to square one a lot. Absolutely. I love that quote. Yeah. I think a lot of, a big theme of ours is going to be balance for sure, but our next topic will be about course selection and possible regrets. Um, I'll start off by saying, I always said that English was my favorite subject and I loved English. And then this, before the school year started, I dropped AP English so I could join classes like entrepreneurship and creative writing. And I had so much more freedom with my course selection in entrepreneurship ended up being like the most beneficial class I've taken at Country Day. Creative writing was the one I've had the most interest in. Like I would say personally, as you learn who you are more, you learn what your interests are more and you need to pursue those. So that's my take on course selection here. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. So I would say for those looking to take like different courses, I think it's definitely a good idea. Like I remember Last year, I took AP Psychology, which was like a really good course. I learned a lot from that, and I really loved that course. But I think part of it, how I took it, which like I don't recommend it for everyone, but I kind of took my courses based off like what I think colleges would like best. And I know that's like 
always not the best approach and like i'm just going to be blunt like that's what i did like i tried to stack my courses with as many ap's as many honors as i could and at times it got stressful like junior year was tough like it was hard but i think like definitely you bring up a good point i think you should try to find a balance of like classes you like to take like entrepreneurship and classes that like you learn a lot from but won't like pop out to colleges so i think you should definitely consider taking those courses but also try to load up the schedule it's mm-hmm. my opinion yeah especially as you get like junior senior year and you're given more cre- or like freedom of classes you want to choose not all of them are going to have an honors or ap in front of it like maggie said entrepreneurship isn't like one of those classes with the honors or ap extra boost but it is a very like beneficial class mm-hmm. so if it's something you're interested in like you definitely should go for it you should take that class um and explore what you like because like in college you're going to have a ton more freedom of classes you want to take and you're going to have to choose a major. So taking these uh, classes now is just really cool that Country Day offers it. Yeah, 100% agree. I did I did public speaking last semester, which was huge because I thought I need that because like I got to speak like open houses and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that's nice to have. And I did, I think I learned a lot from public speaking and I probably learned more from public speaking than like other classes, to be honest. But I mean, I do regret not taking class like entrepreneurship. I do remember... <laughs> freshman sophomore year, I got big into improv and I took improv one and two and right. I did the show and I was like mm-hmm. huge in improv and I do think like a lot of those skills I learned in improv I applied to like other things like I applied to like my campaign I applied to other classes like let's just say I didn't study for a test or something like I rip out my improv skills yeah, you, <laughs> you know you can use a little improv there but I I think like you do a lot of those classes you take, like entrepreneurship and stuff, you learn skills you didn't think you'd like learn. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. like you expect like to learn entrepreneurship or like public speaking, like how to be a good entrepreneur, how to be a good public speaker. But it goes beyond that. Like you learn like, especially with improv for me, like I learned like about myself. I didn't uh-huh. learn like just like how to perform like spontaneous funny acts. Like I learned like I was comfortable around like being like on stage alone. Like I don't know. That's Plus what you want to do in the future. I definitely learned a lot about, I found a lot of, passion and entrepreneurship and thinking like oh maybe I do want to pursue business in college mm-hmm. like you learn a lot more about the past that you want to take in the future and also along with that I would say in choosing your courses know which teachers teach what and how you work with those especially with choosing an advisor like know what you need from an advisor and then choose based of based off of that yeah 100 percent You're listening to How to Survive High School with Carter and Maggie. Now going into our next question, how do you stay organized? You're doing a ton. You're the class president. Like, what are you doing to stay organized? Using planners, using your phone? Student body body president. My bad, my bad. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, staying organized I think is super important, but I'm not going to lie. I'm not one of the people that has, like, the color-coded schedule. Like, I have, like, all my classes. I have, like, my eight colored pens for each class. Like, I'm not going to, like... I don't do that because personally, it doesn't work for me. So in all honesty, the team's assignment page is like your best friend. Like you have to press that, check that every day and just stay on top of it. And if you have extra time, knock out extra assignments because it frees up time later in the day. But I do think if you are someone who uses like color coordinate planners, like to take notes by hand, then by all means go for it. Mm -hmm. But I think time wise, it's best to use like technology. I agree. I, I write I write things down and I look at teams, but both are very important, I would say. Our last topic is, what do you have to say about going through the college process here? 
Um, I think the college process here is pretty good. I think it went pretty smoothly for me. Mm-hmm. I know, I think especially this year, though, a lot of people are pretty upset because it was, like, there were a lot of curveballs thrown this year, I feel like. But my whole advice is, like, keep your head up because, like, if they don't want you, then, like, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. meant to be. I think part of that is, like, back to what I said, like, about staying confident through, like, tough times mm-hmm. and stuff. I know, like... Like, there's schools that I got, like, deferred from or denied from that I wanted to get into, but I know that, like, I will eventually be happy wherever I end up at, you know? Right. I would say the biggest thing, like, you hear it all the time, but just trust the process, and I was lucky enough that I... Trust the process? (laughs) I've really banked on that for so long, and honestly, the hardest part for me was just the patience part of it. So I've just constantly reminded myself that, like, March 18th or end of March like I'll know where I'm going I'll be happy with that but um also embrace embrace this part of the process I know when I'm older I'm gonna want to come back to these days no matter like the stress or the anxiety I'm going through. yeah and I surprisingly I think I I surprisingly dealt with it pretty well I think one of the things you have to realize is once you turn in that application there's nothing you can do you did everything in your power to get into this school so if they accept you or deny you that's out of your hands and I think our college counselors here are super supportive. Like, shout out mm-hmm. Jonathan Wogue, JW. He's a chiller. <laughs> he's, a, he's a cool dude. We always chirp back and forth about it. But I do think, because my mom's like a control freak about the whole college process. She's always like super interested about who gets in where. And she wants to like. Oh my God, she loves it. Oh my gosh. She's she tweet, loves friend. it. All the moms are so interested Natalie about it. Awesome. If Natalie's listening, relax. You need to calm down. <laughs> yeah. But no, she's, she just goes off. Like she's like compares certain students to this. And I'm just like. As I've, like, progressed, like, I feel like one of the things that, like, hurts my mental health a lot, and, like, a lot of people don't even realize is, like, you can't really compare yourself to other people. Mm-hmm. And, like, I kind of realized, too, like, there's always a bigger fish. You know what I mean? Like, you can mm-hmm. be gassed up. Like, you can be, like, oh, I'm the student body president. Like, this other kid could be, like, I'm a state champion, like, wrestler. Like, which is cool. Like, that's great. But there's always going to be someone that's better than you. So you have to be happy with what you've done and put in the work. And you have to, like, be able to maximize your abilities so like if you peak out like state champion wrestler that's great be happy about it but don't be upset because there's a gold medalist wrestler you know what i mean you don't be upset because there's like ufc fighters out like conor mcgregor like knocking guys out you know what i mean so that's kind of how i see it like i think you have to like find like your max Mm -hmm. and like peak there but also break through that roof and just continue to push there's always going to be like one of those schools that's going to deny you but you you never know which school is going to accept you till you apply like there's mm-hmm. some really really weird denials and acceptances especially this year in the college process 100 percent. like kids with 4.0s getting denied from like these schools that you wouldn't even think they'd get denied from yeah, but yeah, then getting so. accepted into a school that's even harder mm-hmm. so just if you want to apply somewhere just apply you, you never know what's going to happen crazy things happen when you're applying to colleges you definitely have to know a lot about yourself to be able to see where you're going to thrive the most. I'll also say a word of advice that I really helped me was the summer riding workshop. That yeah, that's huge. I got my common app essay done. I got a supplemental done there. It was really helpful in just like getting the ball rolling. It was one week in the summer at the end of the summer. And I just was able to get a lot more done than I would have just like sitting at my house. Yeah. And about those essays, a lot of people can tweak about those essays, but what you have to do is like, you can't have too many pairs of eyes look at. Like obviously mm-hmm. have your college counselor look at it, have like maybe like your brother or someone you trust look at it, but you can't have like six people with a shared document, like of your essay, because mm-hmm. 
so many people have so many things to say and then you just lose your voice. So you have to like have your voice in that essay still. So you can only have like two or three people edit your essay in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I also think with the um, college essays, I always thought it had to be some like big event that happened in my life that was traumatizing or something like that. And I was like, I feel like an average student basically. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And then like you start to think about small things and how that tells more about yourself. You just take the smaller moments and make bigger meaning out of it. Yeah, I did, I did my essay on um, the improv show. Shout out Jenny G. But like, literally like anyone can do that. Like you can just sign up for that class and do that. It's not like mm-hmm. I had some like, I didn't climb Mount Kilimanjaro like summer of my sophomore year. Or, like I didn't <laughs> find myself like, you know what I mean? In some like the woods of like this like random place. You know I mean, I just like, it's just like the little things. And when you explain it in a certain way, how you can like describe those events, like super simple events. If you describe in such a unique way, colleges, that tells miles about your personality because it shows you're a skilled writer versus having some insane story that tells a story for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I agree. agree. <laughs> <laughs> Look at y'all go. Love it. Well, the thank duo. you so much, Alex. Uh, this, course, was, yeah. this was great. A lot of insight here, but yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. I'm loving these podcasts. Yeah, we love having you. Yeah, let's go. Run it back. Run it back. <laughs> okay. All right, bye, Alex. Thank right, you. Yeah. Catch you. Thank you. You're listening to How to Survive High School, a production of podcast journalism with Kick at Charlotte Country Day School.